So hi, welcome to the Good Nights Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... I'm Billy. And I'm Chris from Sucker Punch. And we're going to ask them some questions today about their new single, Hope Like Hell. So congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel about the response to it so far? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. You know, we've hit some uh, some roadblocks. We have... Uh, uh, the song got posted on another artist account, which kind of fucking sucked right after, like, we tried to do this whole big rebrand. So mm-hmm. we felt like, you know, that kind of sucks things are still getting worked out but it's pretty good so far yeah Yeah. glory and i were talking about this beforehand i meant to mention (laughs) it before we started recording but it's too late now you guys do know you have three separate artist pages right yes okay good we're we're trying to get that stuff settled uh the the name change just totally derailed everything yeah Mm -hmm. all right and can, right. can we talk a little bit about the name change? Like, what was the idea behind that, switching from New Choose to Sucker Punch? Um, I, I, I think it was a couple of things. It's, uh, so New Choose started out as, like, Andy's, like, solo project. And, you know, he got a bunch of, like, random people on board through forums and, and Facebook groups and stuff. And a lot of stuff didn't work out. So I think from then, we've had, like, seven like ex-members at this point just because like wow. we're working with like random people you know yeah. so things don't work out because you know a bunch of bunch of reasons um but yeah we got a solid lineup now and uh i think it's just a new direction you know uh we have a solid band and we just decided to go with uh you know a name change a rebrand it just awesome. fit it made sense you know mm-hmm so is there any meaning behind the song name hope like hell or the cover art um, I mean, the cover art was kind of just like an idea that we all had. We kind of wanted to go for like a, a mid 2000s kind of vibe, like cut and pasty mm-hmm. kind of stuff, like Fall Out Boy and, and uh, Panic at the Disco, stuff like that. Um, Hope Like Hell, I mean, the, the lyrics and stuff, just, you know, depressy, depressy stuff, you know, try to go into some of the stuff with some more serious notes and uh, upbeat, you know, driving guitars and stuff like that. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, can you tell us a little about your writing process for this single? Um, so a lot of it was like uh, put together in studio. Like uh, a lot of the ending stuff, some of the some of the bridges were put together in studio. Um, we kind of just go back and forth. Like we'll all uh, send each other ideas um, on on guitar. We'll pre pro. We'll get together, record at like my house. Send Tyler the track he'll throw drums on and then uh from there we just kind of take it to the studio okay all right Uh, so i want you two to tell us your favorite lyric off this track and the meaning behind it oh word you go first chris lyric off the track probably the bit the big build-up line uh, that goes into the last chorus well the lyric is if i could wake up tomorrow and feel okay don't you think i'd have started yesterday and that's just I feel like a lot of people can relate to that line specifically because it's like I'm sure anybody who's dealt with depression has heard somebody say you know just get over it you know get over it like it's not that bad exactly it's like I if it was that easy you know what I mean so Mm -hmm. that to me is just that was that was a pretty uh it's a pretty powerful line and part in the song so yeah that's one of the one of the lines that we wrote in studio too oh um yeah, uh, I guess mine is probably the ending. Um, how'd it go? 
Shit, hold on. <laughs> How's the course go? So, oh, the sun is setting on hope. I just couldn't let go. Tomorrow mm-hmm. will come around. I hope like hell, safe and sound. As the time goes on, I know we'll figure it out. And um, I think I think that it's a little uh, powerful to me because, you know, there's always a tomorrow, you know. Um, and we hope we get there and I hope we, we um, you know, we're all right. Hope we get better. We might not be, but, there, you know, time goes on and it doesn't wait for us. Um, the, the we'll figure it out part, I don't mean to make it sound uh, uh, like it's easy, like we'll figure it out. But like, what else do you do? You know, mm-hmm. you figure shit out. Um, also, that's like my fucking go-to band-aid saying over for everything you know we'll figure it out you know yeah, I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out or we'll figure it out you know mm-hmm. yeah so i think we'll do it together guys it is yeah. also like become my saying it's like yeah fucking, we'll figure it out sometimes <laughs> we'll get there, we'll, we'll, get there. You know, when we get there yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah my go-to is we'll cross that bridge when we come to it no. exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we'll do it when we get there so true uh so where was your headspace at while you guys were writing the mm-hmm. single all over the um, place honestly um it was a very it was just really stressful i'd say like it was stressful but in a good way because we were just so excited because we we knew that this you know the rebranding and stuff was coming for a while mm-hmm. and it was just um we were just so excited to to be working on something new but also kind of like nervous and scared that like you know because it was a to- it's i feel like it's a totally new different direction from people mm-hmm. who, who know us from our first ep and might have listened to us from our the first ep that we put out it's like, okay, well, we sound nothing like that anymore because, you know, that was kind of Andy's, you know, solo thing back then. And um, we we just weren't sure where the direction was going. And I feel like this this single specifically was a big us finding our sound kind of process. So mm-hmm. that was um, that was a challenge, but it was also like, that's what we love to do. And like collaborating with each other and being there in the studio was just like, for us is like our favorite part. I mean, personally, for me, I know I, I don't know how Billy feels too, but uh, my favorite part about being in doing music in general is just like working everything out in the studio and like seeing how everything comes together. So, sure. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, you know, it's, I, I hate being in the studio, but I, I think when I talked about this last time, I fucking hate recording. Um, I'm not, I'm just not good at it. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a skill that people don't realize it's like a thing, but I, I, fucking hate recording um but there's a lot of like like magic that happens though and again like a lot of stuff we just kind of think up on the spot like oh what if we do this like let's try this like all the vocal harmonies uh for the most or yeah all the harmonies are like thrown together on the spot and um maybe think of new riffs or you know it's 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 pretty fun it's it's just uh very very stressful yeah so like i hate i hate recording like the act of recording and having to do a million takes of the mm-hmm. same line. Oh, you're singing it this way, but you got to sing it this way. You <laughs> know what I mean? It's like, yeah. dude, I'm doing it this way. Mm-hmm. And that part I hate, but just like the collaboration and like when we're sitting there brainstorming, like that's the, that's the shit that I love about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the actual recording process it can be uh, pretty frustrating at times. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I would give up personally. <laughs> so kudos to you guys. You're doing Good great. Good on you guys. Thanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this track for the first time? Should they play it in the dark with headphones on? Should they bless at a party? Should they work out to it? What do you personally recommend? All of the above. Uh, there you go. All of the above. I like I like I like car stuff. You know, going to go great car, car song, yeah. That shit. 
because like for for me the intro uh it does it, it, it hits totally different because you can hear the bass come in like so much better if you have like good speakers to it uh, just mm -hmm. like phone speakers and head like yeah ear, earbuds just don't really replicate that the same but um yeah crank that shit yeah it's definitely whatever, a, it's definitely a, if you're pissed off bad mood go going for a drive on the highway blast it and just you know scream your head off that's what that's basically that'd probably be the best way all right perfect uh so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe the single for new listeners in three words no more no less both of you have to do it oh shit you <laughs> i'm trying to think is it is it cheesy if i just say hope like hell yes yeah that's okay. yeah that's not allowed uh, let's see. don't do that describe the track in three words right mm -hmm. okay possibly life ruining oh <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to say powerful, um, self-reflective. Mm -hmm. Those will be my last two. Okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this track to invoke in your listeners? Hope. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, uh, from the lyrical content, definitely hope, you know, just, uh, hoping for a better tomorrow, stuff like that. But, uh, energy wise i want people to feel like you know the fuck like the, the driving the riffs like everything like that's yeah. i love that shit oh yeah uh so what band or artists influence you thinking here on this track if any that's so hard for me when people ask so like a common question a common interview question right is like what what are your biggest influences mm -hmm. it, it's i feel like our influences don't show so much through like the actual songs when everything comes together because mm -hmm. i think what are a lot of our uh for fans of things like people say it's like this the story so far thrice kohi and cambria like bands like that but it's like yeah, i don't think we sound like any of those bands you know mm -hmm. but those really are like some of our bigger inspirations so but i'd say closer to um it's, it's hard i like can't really think of any bands that like it really sounds like I don't know yeah. if you guys can do a better job at that than me, but I uh, think that is not uh, my forte. Think, yeah, the riffs <laughs> definitely I think is kind of like older thrice. Um, uh, Andy kind of came up with a lot of those, and he loves like older thrice. Um, I think I think there's some like taking back Sunday with some of the vocal melodies and stuff like that. Um, instrumentally though, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, maybe maybe the used or something. You know, like some maybe some my camps and like emo mixed in with like some pop punk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like some of that like mall mall screamo kind of shit with like emo tapes. Dude, vocals. that's my jam. There we go. There we go. Love that shit. Shop chain. It's the hot topic days. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I was just in hot topic today, dude. It sucked. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No. What do you mean? <laughs> that used to be the mecca. Yeah. Now it's all just like uh uh you know fandom shit, which is like fine, you know, like I, I love like fucking anime and shit like that, but uh I just want more band stuff. I yeah. want the band the music mm -hmm. to come back. Yeah, now they have but, like a tiny wall with like a couple of band shirts on it and the rest is like yeah. anime shit. And I'm like, this is cool, but this isn't my vibe. Yeah. Like the store mm -hmm. is still really dark and everything. It's like this doesn't match what you're selling. Yeah. 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 I saw a lot of Ariana Grande shirts last time I went, and I was like, this is not the place at yeah, all so it's it's a little confusing i yeah there's, I there's a there's a big grab bag of stuff but you know they're they're uh they're doing they're, they're killing it man they've like caught like every single fucking wave of alternative culture and just wrote really it out like 
they're doing pretty pretty great for themselves mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. good for them uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this track i don't know so i mean i wouldn't say creating the track itself but it was part of the promotion for the track mm-hmm. We went down to, uh, so we had a band practice in Baltimore that we, you know, we drove down and met up there and we met up like halfway through because Andy lives in Virginia. He's our other guitar player and vocalist. Mm-hmm. He lives in Virginia. We're all from Jersey. So we met up in Baltimore and we practiced, but we stayed at a hotel and like did some promo stuff and some a photography shoot. And there was a super awesome group of people who were staying in the hotel and like having like a huge party. They were a Nigerian tribe from Eboli, Nigeria. Oh. And they like invited us to like party with them. There's like pictures on our Instagram about it. They yeah. like invited us in to like party with them and they had drinks and food and they were and music and dancing and like that was just it was the most random thing ever. It was like 1:30 in the morning. Yeah. And we were just like and Andy was just like, "Dude, they said we can come party with them." So yeah, he's just, he's just a in. social butterfly. He talks yeah. to everybody and like he just networks like a motherfucker, man. He, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, but, uh, so we partied. Uh, we partied with the uh, Eboli tribe, and uh, it was awesome. That's <laughs> it was, like, amazing to do that. You know, just doing like a random band trip. You know, it was awesome. So yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty cool. And it was yeah, cool we turned because one of my best friends is is Nigerian, and his family is there. They like go back to Nigeria all the time. His family comes mm-hmm. here all the time. So like, I was always exposed to the culture a little bit too growing up, and mm-hmm. then just being there was like super familiar to me. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So that was yeah. like that was a super cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty, like, welcoming, too. Like, a couple of the guys kept coming up to us and going, like, hey, like, you know, what's up? Like, I guess you guys having a good time? Like, they kept checking in on us, like, super, like, welcoming and just, like, a really, really nice group of people that we got to hang out with, man. It was uh, Mm -hmm. definitely a highlight. I mean, that trip was just cool as hell, man. We we were at this, like, really sketchy hotel. Like, we were walking down the hall. You know, we pulled up into the elevator and then some chick walks in with a baby in hand, smoking a cigarette in the other hand. In the oh. elevator, I'm like, what? Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was, yeah. The people were just smoking inside. It was just really, really, really fun fun spot. Um, yeah, we yeah, turned up. Uh, Maryland. Yeah. Yeah, yeah turned, literally. Yeah, it's was, it was fun. We, we turned uh, one of the rooms into like a photography studio and we banged out like a couple promo sets. And so uh, it was a it was, uh, very fruitful night. For sure. That's very That's cool. That's so cool. Oh my God. Um, so picture this you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? You go first, Billy. Um, am, am I trying to like just get a little sneaky snack? Or am I just trying to get like like something like some some hefty? I don't know. It's, it's up your to choice. You. It's up yeah. To you. I'll go with Snickers, a Snickers bar. Well, the one that comes with like the two the two bars. The, Bro, we have been to Wawa so many times. I have never seen you get a Snickers <laughs> bar in my life. <laughs> they didn't they didn't specify that it was Wawa, dog. If they said that, I would have been like, oh, I'll get a sub it's or, a gas or whatever station. the hell. It's, it's a, gas a gas station. station. Yeah. Wawa is the superior yeah. gas station. It is. No, I agree, but no, I Snickers bar is kind of like my go-to when I'm not at a Wawa. But uh maybe maybe a uh an Arizona green tea to go with that. Okay. All right. Now, what are you getting if it's a Wawa, though? All right. Um, my go-to is just like chicken, chicken sandwich with uh, lettuce, tomato, mayo, shit like that. Just like boring. Billy's ass. a plain Jane. Yeah, Billy's a plain Jane. Plain gang. Fair enough. Fair enough. So not a hoagie. 
I'm the hoagie guy. I get a I get an Italian Italian spicy Italian sub every single time. I go to called submarine sandwiches. Get it right with, with the they're, they're hoagies, bro. It's fucked up that Wawa calls them hoagies in New Jersey. That's a that's yeah. a Pennsylvania thing. Get that shit yeah, out of like, here. If you're going to Wawa, like you're getting a hoagie. You know, yeah. like it's the same I, thing. I also call them subs, but like if you're at Wawa, it's a hoagie. They have hoagie fest. Like, come on, it's a, come on. It's a hoagie. Fair it's enough. the bread that makes it different. It's chewy. Sorry, my. So is that is that what you're getting, Chris? A spicy Italian sub? Yeah, oh yeah, at Wawa for sure. Okay. With a bag that shit smoked either... so good the other day, man. Yeah, with dude, it's banging. With either a bag of uh the kettle cooked uh barbecue chips mm-hmm. or the um or the salt and pepper ones are really good too. Yeah. Um, or the sweet and spicy chili Doritos in the purple bag. Mm, those oh, are fucking mm-hmm. good. Yep, those are like my go-to. Like, if I'm going to 7-Eleven late at night, that's what I'm grabbing, 100%. All right. Perfect, all right. Uh, so where do you guys see the band in the next five years? <laughs> <laughs> Why did that make you giggle? Uh, no, it's just funny because Billy and I just always are pessimistic and are like, all right, well, if this song doesn't work out, the band's over anyway, whatever. <laughs> Quit, we're done. <laughs> but, yeah. No, honestly, I don't know. I am... Um, it's a, I think it a lot of it really relies on how stuff goes the next year or so, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope we're still playing. I hope we're signed to, you know, a major label and, you know, touring for a living. Like, this is this is what I want to do, you know, for the rest of my life. So, I I really, I just hope that, you know, we're still doing it. And uh, Billy and I have been playing music together since we were, like... Middle school, I think, right? Yeah, like 12, Aww. 13 years old. So, like, th- being able to do this, like, for a living and, like, like that's like, the thing, right? be great. Like, with one of your best friends you know we grow up recording crappy songs on his macbook you know i'm 15 years old thinking i'm writing a, a banger that's like yeah awesome. but um you know yeah i mean that's where i see it i think i think we have a lot of potential and i think we could um at least bump into like the the mid-tier of uh you know touring pop punk bands in the scene sure oh, yeah all right uh so for the last couple of questions direction shift away from music and go straight to death row boom so if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Oh, shit. That my question woke you up, Billy. So I'm, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican, and my, so my mom's arroz con pollo, which is chicken and yellow rice, mm-hmm. is my favorite meal of all time. So good. So I'm taking yeah. that with probably Dr. Pepper on the side. Oh, or like a nice, you know, a good IPA or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll say, why not? Give me a beer. No, have a, have a last beer before you go Yeah, I'll up. take a nice, juicy, hazy IPA on the side. All right. I will join you in uh, uh, double or hazy IPA for sure. Um, oh, sh- I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. Maybe some Chipotle. I'll have a nice Chipotle <laughs> bowl before I go. Mm-hmm. Get double chicken, extra rice, salad bowl, and then I'll fuck it up. All Perfect. Right. <laughs> oh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oof. Either in the Pokemon universe. Okay. Or I feel like it's so cliche to say I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, but it's like, would that really be that fun? Like, I really don't think so. Because so, it's just like it's our world, but with magic people in it. Exactly. You know, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like you could go to like Hogwarts and like take potion classes, you know? What well, if he's that's just a muggle? But, well, yeah, that's that's obviously. I'm a, I'm a muggle. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it would be exactly the same. Good point. Good point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Pokemon probably be it for me. That, that'd probably mm-hmm. be number one. 
since you brought up uh, Harry Potter, I feel like I, I have to. I ask this follow up question every time. What is your uh, your house? I'm a Ravenclaw. 100%. Ravenclaw. Yes. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't really knows. <laughs> no, I mean, I just I'm down for anything. I just want to be Hufflepuff, man. You know why? Hufflepuff's the best. Dude, you're not a Hufflepuff at all. Oh no, I, th- oh, I like think you're a Gryffindor, bro. I yeah, really I don't. think. Uh, yeah, that's probably my house. But I just recently got into snakes, so Slytherin would be cool too. That's true. You do have a snake. Mm-hmm. All right. I watched Kate eat a rat the other day, and it terrified me. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good boy, dude. They're they're super cuddly, and just, they they don't really they don't mean you any harm, man. What type of snake is it? I have a, a ball python and a king snake. Oh, that's so sick! Oh my god. That's yeah, they're amazing. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, is. Is your well, fictional world also Harry Potter, or do you have the? Oh. Uh, I would. Yeah, I mean Harry Potter's cool. It's just not really like my my thing. Um, probably, I would have to say probably Naruto. That'd be cool. Ooh. As shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good choice. Right. Um, so I've done a asking last question, and every single person we have spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? Favorite color. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My it is easy royal blue okay taste very specific yes royal blue mm-hmm. i don't the new york rangers i mean not to like if you say you don't have a favorite question. color i'm going to lose no, it all right so like i'm not as much of a color guy as i am a vibe guy uh-huh. you know like i love how like certain colors interact with each other and stuff like that but i guess if i had to choose right now i would say like uh let's go let's go maroon maroon's cool all right solid uh so as i said that is all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys would like to plug um yeah hope like hell uh we dropped that on uh the 19th of november uh we got some more fun stuff coming out uh we're trying to have a show when's this when's this a couple uh, weeks a couple weeks yeah oh well we have a show oh if it's in a couple weeks we're dropping a song in january um check that shit out we'll have uh some video content out New music too. video for hope like hell coming soon we just filmed it this weekend so we're super stoked on that it was a super awesome time we filmed it pre- but it like it just didn't work out and we ended up having to reshoot the song so oh. we reshot the video this weekend and uh we're super stoked to get that video out too so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh yeah also play with us people man we want to we want to start playing more shows so hit us yes hit us up with yeah. us yeah we're, we're down to play anywhere and anywhere, so. All right. Oh, uh, well, thank, thank you for now. This guy's been Sucker Punch, and we've been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>